We're going to talk with, in a matter of minutes, Christine Elliott, who is the health minister. There was a big announcement made today at Sunnybrook Health Sciences Center, and we'll get to the bottom of that. Plus, there's also um, on Wednesday, the government plans to reveal as part of their fall economic statement that the OHIP overhaul would see proactive disclosure of physician billing and tougher audits. Now, I don't have a problem with tougher audits. And I think, you know, we we should be transparent about how much the doctors are making. Um, but I think we need to be transparent in a way that is truly transparent. And I don't think that publishing doctors' billing numbers equates with transparency. We're going to talk to the minister about that because, quite frankly, you're not getting the whole picture. And I, if I'm not getting the whole picture, it's not completely transparent. It's like, you know, when you're looking in a, in a magazine, when they used to do this in the kiddie magazines, like Owl or Chickadee or whatever magazine you used to get as a kid, and they have that extreme close-up of an object, and they're like, what is this? And so you guess, and then you turn to the answer page, and it turns out to be something that, you know, they pull back and you see the whole item that they ask you, can you figure out what this is? Because you're looking at the macro version of it. And you pull back and you realize that is not at all what I thought it was. Like, it doesn't look at all um, as it does, you know, in reality. So that's the problem I have with the with the uh, publishing of the, of the physician's billings. But we'll get to that in a second. We have the health minister on the line with us right now. Christine Elliott joins the show. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for being here. Big announcement today at Sunnybrook um, Health Center. Tell us a little bit about what you said. Sure. It's uh, it's an, a commitment that we made to put $60 million into the Gary Hurwitz um, Brain Sciences Center, which is going to be the first of its kind in Canada. And it's going to bring together a, a number of different groups, mental health groups, but brain sciences groups, neurology, neurosurgery, and so on, as well as people who are specialists in mental health care and helping young people navigate the system, young people that have significant uh, mental health issues that aren't um, receptive to normal treatments. So this is a really a state-of-the-art project that's going to help uh, not just people at Sunnybrook, but across the province. This is going to be the first of its kind here in Ontario? Yes, it is. Yes. I understand it's also going to have one of the uh, largest ALS clinics of its kind in the country. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. And it's it's the kind of place because they're doing such great um, research and innovations at uh, Sunnybrook as well as at other hospitals across Ontario. But it just keeps growing. They're finding that as they are able to do certain things, they can move on to other areas. So some of the focused ultrasound work that they're doing now was started to help people that had chronic um, movement and, and shaking problems, but now they're finding that it can be used for ALS and for some other other treatments. So it's just expanding um, hugely, and this, I think, is going to attract international attention as well as national attention. So it's, uh, it's, it's great stuff. It really just shows how the uh, hospitals, government, and um, private donors can come together because it was uh, a, a $60 million private donation, too, amongst a number of donors. So uh, there's huge public interest in this and great enthusiasm. I understand this will have the largest traumatic brain injury clinic of its kind in Ontario. Are they going to be also focusing on uh, concussions? Uh, they will in in due course as well. There's uh, they can focus on anything really uh, to to do with the brain and with mental health. So it's uh, it's 
quite remarkable. And of course, because Sunnybrook has the a large trauma center already located at the hospital, I think having this uh, the brain center located there as well is going to be of great benefit to patients. They'll be dealing with patients that are uh, in care in the hospital and also outpatients. Is that correct? They will. Yes, both inpatient as well as outpatient. Do you have any idea of what kind of dent this will make, if at all, any in the hallway? Um, do you know the goal to end hallway medicine? Well, certainly they're going to offer uh, 12 more mental health beds, so it'll be 48 in total. So they're expanding the mental health beds, but they'll also, through their outpatient services, be able to help more people receive the services they need, both young people and adults, and so that they uh, hopefully won't need to go into the hospital emergency department to receive treatment. They will be able to receive the treatment through the clinic, and that will certainly help to eliminate hallway health care. Give us a timeline on this project when we expect to see uh, things up and running. It's expected to be open in December 2022. All right. So a couple of years away. I want to talk about something else that you're going to be announcing on Wednesday. You'll be uh, unveiling as part of the fall economic statement, the OHIP overhaul, and it'll see proactive disclosure of physicians' billings and tougher audits. What's the goal of this? Well, the goal really is to, first of all, to work with physicians, to, uh, because I know there are some areas where there's sort of gray areas, they're not quite sure what they should be billing, and uh, sometimes they don't bill the right thing. So it's not because they're deliberately doing it, it's just there's confusion about what there should what should be the appropriate billing code. So we want to work with physicians from uh, from when they graduate from school going forward to make sure that they feel comfortable using the codes. But then, of course, if there are situations where the uh, codes continue to be used uh, inappropriately, then it's important for the government to be able to take action, uh, which we haven't been able to do up until now, to make sure that public funds are going to be used appropriately. So that's why we're bringing it forward, because we are um, safeguarding those dollars and making sure that everything possible can go into the front Care. I think everybody wants the the dollar safeguarded. The province spends sixteen billion annually on OHIP. Um, yeah. Let's talk about those doctors that have abused OHIP and they've committed fraud. Um, right now, the doctors can continue to bill OHIP even after being found guilty of OHIP fraud. How are you going to change that? Yes. Well, that's why we want to start first of all with the uh, education to give the. Uh, the uh, doctors the information they need and and really when students graduate from medical school they don't are not really given much if any training on the appropriate use of the codes and they're given the code and they can just move forward so we want But to the doctors sure. aren't plugging the code in surely they've got um, office managers to do that well, but ultimately they are the ones that are responsible. So there would be a, a, a duty of some point, I would think, to make sure that you, the codes are being input appropriately. And it is the doctor that is the one that's responsible at the end of the day. So we need pretty to big job. We're asking doctors to be um, office managers as well. I mean, when you're thinking about the responsibility that falls on doctors' shoulders, not only does it take years to become a, a physician, some of them are working 80 to 100 hours a week. They're employing a staff and the staff are kind of you know quite expensive if you're asking an office manager to plug in something as an important as a OHIP number and a billing number that could actually bring you down if you get caught you know maybe uh, misrepresenting what you've done because of an error that you've said you know you want to retrain on on how to bill appropriately then that office manager's got to be paid a pretty 
significant wage or something that, you know, it would uh, be it would equate with what they are responsible for. So they're doing that. They're running. Uh, basically, doctors are small business owners and they are also independent contractors. How is it that we're going to be uh, reaching some full on transparency if we unveil there? Because the, the doctors, the government wants to see the disclosure of physicians billings. If we just disclose the billings, isn't that not really the full picture of how much doctors are actually taking home? Yes, you're absolutely correct because they have um, um, salaries they have to pay. They have rent they may have to pay. There's all of their costs as well. So it's not just that top dollar figure. There's all of the other um, costs that are important. It's not that this isn't all the money that doctors just get to take home with them. They, I think that there's um, all of us need to understand that they have a lot of input costs that have to be taken care of as well. So, so are they going right. to be, are, are we going to work out something where if you're going to publish how much they bill, because I think it's important. Listen, I think most people want to know where their money's going, Christine, and I think it's really responsible of the government to try and let us know where our money is going and who's abusing it. You've got to take some of the bad people people in the bunch and get rid of them and tell them, no, this is not acceptable. We will not stand for it anymore, whether it's a mistake and you don't have the right people taking care of your office and managing it or whether you're purposely, you know, uh, defrauding the system of some cash because you see a loophole that, you know, is is open to you. But I think we need to keep um, make sure that when we show people how much the billing is, uh, the doctor's billing, that we also show them how much the operating costs are for their business and how many people they're employing and the salaries they're paying out. Is there some sort of equation that you're going to use to enable us to get the full picture? Well, I think you're absolutely right. That's only fair, and that is something that we are having discussions with the OMA as well to figure out the actual, the, the proper way to show that so that people will understand. It's not just that top dollar figure. There are other things that need to be in, uh, taken into consideration, such as how many people they have working for them, where mm. they're located, and so on. So, But we, we want it to be fair. Yeah. The public, of course, the public does have the right to know that. But I think we also need to uh, disclose it in a way that truly demonstrate what the situation is for doctors. When will we start seeing numbers and, and salaries and things like that? Uh, well, some information has already been published, but we are going to, we're looking at the proper uh, formulation for it right now to figure out the best way to demonstrate it, to show all of the things that you've just suggested. There were privacy concerns. And in fact, the OMA, you know, approached court about that. Uh, the They brought it to the legal system, went all the way up to the Supreme Court about yeah. uh, publishing um, not only uh, the billing, but the doctor's names and there was privacy concerns do we are we still going to be publishing doctor's names to go with the billing that is one of the things that we're taking into consideration right now but uh it's we it needs to be as open and transparent to the public as possible but there are some privacy concerns that need to be balanced into that so that's where we will be getting some assistance from the information and privacy commissioner as well all right well we look forward to wednesday and hearing all about uh, what you will be um unveiling as the part of the fall economic statement thank you so much for joining Perfect. us thank you kelly have a great Bye day now. that's christine elliott she is the minister of uh, health here in Ontario, the health minister.